and when they get a chance to be around coach, they... It's not what they expect. It's not what they expect. Yeah, it's funny. Like, it, I mean, it happens every year. Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, you guys probably hear it more than we do when you ask the question, like, what do you, you know what I mean? How is it? What do you think? Um, but I think it, it falls under people, like, we can't assume who people are just because, like, we see them in front of, on a TV screen. You know what I mean? I think the same thing like we talked about last year when Cam got here. Like, I think everyone thought Cam was whatever, you know, we got to see at the games, what people wrote articles about. But, like, then you he gets here and you get to know him. And to me, that's why I always say, like, you got you to gotta get to know people and then you'll know how they are, who they are, what they like. But like to kind of try to assume, and I think it's funny just playing here my whole career, how all of these guys won't work in our locker room, um, and it's like we don't like we don't know these guys, you know. Like Legarrette Blunt leaves and goes to Pittsburgh, and they're like, man, he's bad. It didn't work out, and like he comes back here. I think it was like around maybe mid-season almost, plugged right back in. Same thing when him and Talib came from Tampa, so. Um, I think between coach not being what people expect and I would say overall are just day-to-day -day not being what people expect because a lot of other people talk about how it is here and a lot of those people have never played here. So, Do you get a kick out of how Bill is with us? As far as what? Just his Wednesday monotone, like, you know, we could ask about certain things and he's just not going there, not even, not even close. I, you guys, do you guys enjoy that? I mean, well, I'm curious about your perspective. I remember Duran was waiting with us a couple of years ago at some post game press conference. Bill is where you are in the auditorium, and he's just like chuckling, he's laughing. I know you're gonna see him this on Thursday, and you know. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's funny to us because like we get, I mean, it's just different what we get in our squad meetings and things like that. So, um, but I think it's. Like I get, I talk to you guys on on well, it's not Wednesday today, whatever the time. But like he talks to you guys every day, so I don't know how it would be if I had to talk every day either. So, um, and especially a lot of times, what you said yesterday is probably true for the next day and the day after. So, um, but it is. I mean, for us as players, yeah, if we see clips or different things like that, yeah, it's hilarious. I'm not gonna lie, it's funny to us. It's been suggested that he speaks to you guys through us, you know, particularly on those Wednesdays, kind of setting the tone. Um, no, I would say Bill's more of the, the message you get is going to be the message you get directly from him. I would say it's more of a, a direct message. Um, so whatever he says to you guys on Wednesday, we've probably already gotten it at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. So um, I would say that's held true for my whole time here that, you know, I sometimes like I have no idea what he says at a press conference, but um, I fully know what we get in that squad meeting starting off on Wednesdays. Kyle Pitts, uh, obviously there's a lot of rookies doing well, especially on this team, but how has he been able to kind of make himself different um, with the Atlanta Falcons? Just being himself. <laughs> I mean, out wide at the X, in the slot, at tight end. I mean, it, it's just it, – it's hard to – really know where he's going to be because they, they do. They put him everywhere. They find different ways to get him the ball, playing like a true receiver, playing like a true tight end. Um, and that's not just like intermediate short. Like he's running nines down on the sideline against corners. 
um, against teams, best corners, um, you know, open the game against the Saints, Lattimore's on them, Xavier Howard's on them, on the Dolphins. So um, I just think his skill set is so rare and it's hard, you know, like if this was a normal week of practice and we were like trying to simulate, like you don't, like you don't, there's no other Kyle Pitts out there to be like, you know, he's giving us the Kyle Pitts look. So um, I just think what he has and what he brings to a team uh, makes this very hard. And they have, they kind of have two guys like that when you think of CP having that same kind of versatility. Is he at running back? Is he at wide receiver? You know, is he going to be on the end of the line as a tight end slash empty back? Like, when they come into the huddle, we know who's in the huddle, but, like, where they're going to line up, uh, we just don't know until they break the huddle. And I think that's made their offense tough um, because they have some weapons over there that, you know, you you just can't simulate. Dan, how tough are these short um, I think it's tough physically, and I think you have to you have to have a routine, and you have to know exactly what you're gonna do. And I think I know for me being in one place has made it easier because I know what to expect going into the week. I know how the week's gonna be from a mental standpoint of how we're gonna game plan, how we're gonna cram everything that we normally do in a three-day period. How are we gonna get that into a day and a half, two days, call it. Um, like, I, I know what to expect out of that. And then it's doing everything possible physically. And I think I always say how you leave Sunday kind of determines what you're going to need uh, to get ready for Thursday. There's times I've left a game Sunday beat up, and it's like round-the-clock treatment trying to get back right. So um, I feel like every year we talk about this, like, it, it, I mean, quite frankly, it sucks to play Sunday and then have to play again Thursday. But you push through and you look at the, the next break that you're going to get as a 10-day break. And you got to just push through mentally and, and continue to tell yourself that and go out there and try to, you know, play play a good game. And I think the, the thing about it is there's two teams that are going through the same thing. Um, and it'll come down to who, who out-prepares each other, who can kind of recover better. Like all of those little things um, in a short amount of time play a big factor come Thursday night. What have you gotten better at, you know, over the years preparing for a Thursday night game as you've gained more experience? And like you say, you know what to do now after all these years. But compared to when this first became a thing to what you're doing now, how's that preparation changed? Well, I would say when I first started, I didn't know what I was doing. I was following, I was following James Sanders, Kevin Falk. Like I was following those guys, which I always think is the best thing to do as a young guy. Follow the older guys that that have done. It. And I think as you get older, you just learn what your body needs. You learn how to kind of watch film in a way of knowing, you know, like it's a short week for everybody. So some things that you've seen on film will probably show up. You don't have a ton of time to practice things from an offense or defensive stand, standpoint. And, you know, and then also being prepared for some little things that they can do that might make a difference for you as a defense um, as they game plan and get ready for the game. So um, I would say it's just the little things here or there um, that I've learned over the years and then seeing what other guys do, like all of those things. I think one of the things that we've done that has worked for us is just meeting as a group. You know, um, usually we get practice time, like we're on the field a lot longer. Short week, you don't have that. So you try to make that up, meeting together as a group and getting a lot of mental reps. Um, and I think that's helped over the years. Devin, leadership comes in a lot of different ways. We hear that from Bill. Last question, guys. Don't always have to be a loud guy, you know, to be a leader. 
I'm, I'm curious from your view of Mac, like what have you seen in the way he's led, even though he's a rookie? Uh, I still remember when I first came in here, Bill said to the whole team, uh, uh, leadership is about attitude and performance. And I think that's what it comes down to. If you come to work with a good attitude every day, you come in focused, ready to go, and then you perform, I think that's what your teammates ultimately care the most about. You know, it's not about are you the best player on the team or you the guy who yells all the time. Like, guys, you know, not just Mac, but I look at Mac. I look at Jacoby. I look at Kyle Duggar. Like, I look at all of these guys that you might not always see, you know, leading a speech or, or doing this or doing that, but I think it's the consistency. When you look at those guys, they show up every day to work. They work their butts off. They do the things that no one else, you know, I would, I would say they do the things that people don't like to do, the gritty stuff, um, and they do that day in and day out over and over again. And I think as a teammate, you look and you're like, man, like that guy, you know, like we had Julian here for years who is a rowdy, emotional player, but I think his true leadership came from his toughness and consistency of people knowing if there was a strong safety that was in setting the edge and he had to come and crack him and get him out of there, no matter who it was, like he was on running there and he's going to throw his body in there and put it all out for the team. And I think that's what, you know, some of these guys that are quieter on our team, they do those things, and I think that's why – They've uh, given us great leadership this year and uh, other guys over years past. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug.